became bustling and lively on the other end of the banquet, and the heavenly official on this side was shocked. Hey, you're, you're not his highness, Chi Ying. Only then did the others explain laughingly, their hands hugging their stomachs. You've got the wrong person, my brother. Did you forget? There are two martial gods ruling the West. One is Yin Yu, and the other is Qi Ying. They're Shishong and Shidi of the same sect. The one in front of you is His Highness Yin Yu. That heavenly official quickly said, Oh, 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 I've gotten the wrong person. How embarrassing. He laughed and continued. I'm too ignorant of the world and have only heard more about Qi Ying. He trailed off, but Yin Yu had already closed his eyes, like he was too tired for words and had given up on socializing. Someone had noticed that things were not going right and elbowed that heavenly official, and only then did he notice that what he said was hurtful. He laughed and quickly remedied, clearing his throat. I'll take my leave now, Your Highness Yin, Yin Yue. Ah, no, no, Your Highness Yin Yu. Let's get together sometime. Happy mid-autumn. Although he said he was taking his leave, he raised his glass and cheered before heading in Chuan Yijin's direction. On the other end of the banquet, there was already a large crowd of heavenly officials, all fighting to greet Chuan Yijin. The sea of people was thick, and the person in the center couldn't be seen. It appeared that this was soon after Chuan Yijin had ascended and erected his own palace. He was at the height of his popularity in the heavens, in contrast to how he was disliked by most in the present court. Although the two were both martial gods of the West, his prominence was significantly greater than that of Yin Yu. The attendees all swarmed over, the table now empty and quiet. Only He Xuan still sat there, drinking his soup. It was awkward, no matter if he stood or sat. A moment later, Yin Yu suddenly said, Let's head back. The two left their seats and no one noticed. Jian Yu was enraged. Those shallow, fair-weathered people. And their heavenly officials, no less. Back when that brat first joined the upper court, they all gave him the cold shoulder, complaining to you all day, every day. Now look at them. That brat's ascended. He's got lanterns. And they praise him to the skies. They change attitudes faster than flipping a page. What immovable status, what young and capable. His devotees are all mental, just like him. Only idiots would worship someone with brain damage. Just then, Shi Qingshan walked over with a glass of wine. Yin Yu whispered, don't talk anymore. Let's get out of here. It was only after seeing someone come that Jian Yu finally shut his mouth. Shi Qingshan was puzzled. Yin Yu, are you going back? He asked. Didn't Qi Ying just come? I heard him say last time that the two of you haven't seen each other for a long time, and he even asked me what you've been up to. Are you going to go catch up a little with him? 
you knew, forced a smile. No, I'm not feeling well, so I'll head back first. Shu Qingshan didn't think too deeply about it, and when he saw the Earth Master sitting behind them, he laughed cheerfully. Then you go and rest easy, and we'll get together next time. Ming Xiong, I told you not to sit there. Come, come, come. Come over to my table. They waited until Shu Qingshan walked away and stopped caring for them, and then Jen Yu lowered his voice and continued to grumble. Catch up, my ass. That brat won't have much time to be so proud before the rug gets pulled out from under his feet and he suffers a crushing defeat. I eagerly await that day. He kept grousing, aggravating Yin Yu's silent frustration. Just drop it and stop being so resentful. Drop it, drop it, that's all you say. Drop it, Jen Yu complained. How can this be dropped? When he first came up, if it wasn't for you always going around wiping his ass and begging for forgiveness, you would have long been kicked out already. I really can't watch this anymore. I'm frustrated for you. The two had already swiftly returned to the palace of Yin Yu. Compared to the exceptional liveliness of the palace grand opening ceremony, the halls were now desolate and deserted, with very few lower-ranked officials attending to them. After closing the gates, Yin Yu's voice grew louder. Don't say any more. I don't want to hear it. It's very normal for an ascended heavenly official to erect a palace. He didn't do anything out of line. Since you get irritated just by talking about him, then why must you mention him? Don't think me to be speaking out of turn, but someone must remind you. Yin Yu, the domain in the West is only so big and there's only so many devotees. He's already stolen so many. That wolf monster was totally wrenched away by him. Look at the state of you now. Your domain's shrinking, smaller and smaller. Just how much do you have left? How can you maintain your standing if this keeps up? How is it considered stealing, Yin Yu said. It's not like he held anyone at knife point to worship him. Everyone's willing. Besides, that wolf monster, he sighed and said frankly, I really couldn't have defeated it. It was useless praying to me, so of course they went to him. Jen Yu held his head, his heart aching. I just, I'm just scared that if this fight continues, we'll have nothing left. Even those lower-ranking officials are all ass-kissers, each of them using empty excuses to quit, to slip away to other heavenly officials. What a bunch of no-good asshats. Yin Yu sighed again, sitting down on the prayer cushion. What fight? Why care for such a thing? What must leave will always leave in the end, and what should remain will naturally stay. I didn't descend to fight over power with anyone, nor fight over domains, so why can't you let this go? As they say, one mountain has no room for two tigers. Just look at the present example. Feng Xin and Mu Qing, who were both stationed in the south, had been going at each other's throats for years. If they weren't in the same territory, 
things might be a little better. But enemies are destined to me. And where one is renowned and ascends is one's domain. The people in one's past mortal life will often end up crowding together after ascension. In the heavens, in the mortal realm, as gods, as humans, life is just awkward like that. There was no reason for Chuan Yijin to abandon the West and move to a different territory. The two were in the middle of their argument when there was someone suddenly banging loudly on the doors. Jin Yu called out, Who is it? It's me, the person outside the door, replied. Jin Yu turned angrily to Yin Yu and said under his breath, Why did the stinking brat come? Yin Yu gestured for him to go to the back, and he schooled his expression before going forward to open the door. Sure enough, standing just outside was Chuan Yijin. He seemed to have grown taller again since the last time they met, and was about the same height as when Xilian first met him, and he had finally stopped perching on windows. When Yin Yu spoke, he sounded fairly calm. Yijin, it's you. Are you not attending the mid-autumn banquet? Why have you come? Chuan Yijin followed him into the Grand Hall, and the moment he spoke, it was something blunt. It's my birthday. So the Mid-Autumn Festival was Chuan Yijin's birthday, and he had come looking for his birthday present. Xilian had also heard that Yin Yu, as Shishong, would always give Chuan Yijin a present on his birthday. It was probably due to the many awkward incidents that this year, there wasn't one. By Shi Qingxuan's words, back at the mid-autumn banquet, Yin Yu had probably been avoiding him on purpose for some time now. When someone started avoiding meetings and stopped giving gifts, those who were a bit more sensitive would have noticed and would endeavor have gone to ask for gifts. Yet here he was, never thinking anything was wrong, and he came knocking in full confidence. Shilian had never seen anything more tragically awkward. If he wasn't touching foreheads with Hua Cheng right now, he would have slapped his own face to cover his own eyes so that he wouldn't have to watch anymore. He knew, have to dry off. Ah, oh, that's right. Today is your birthday. But it's been busy here in the palace recently. So. When Chuan Yijin heard, his eyes widened. There's nothing? he asked. Yin Yu seemed to think things weren't right like this, so when the words reached his lips, they made a U-turn. No, I didn't forget. It's in the back. Just wait a moment. Chuan Yijin sat himself down on the spot, resting both his hands on his knees, nodding energetically, looking very hopeful. Yin Yu fled to the side chamber, and Jin Yu was sitting there grimly. Of course, Yin Yu hadn't prepared anything, so the moment he entered the room, he flipped through all the drawers and dresses, chests and shelves, but he couldn't find anything proper for the occasion. He called out to Jin Yu, Help me find something, quick, something that can temporarily 
be used as a gift. Jin Yu grabbed a rag cloth and threw it onto the ground. He stomped at it twice before saying hatefully, Give this to him. Jin Yu, Yin Yu brained. Even gifting something like this is still more than what he deserves, Jin Yu spat. I can't believe he's shameless enough to come. Yin Yu said woefully, You don't understand anything. In the years past, I've always gifted him something. If I don't give him anything this year, it would seem too deliberate. Anything will do, as long as the intention's there. How about this? Go find me that golden exorcism omelette that we got last time. It's not quite appropriate, but at least it's something. He had to urge a couple of times before Jen Yu went angrily. Yin Yu returned to the Grand Hall and sat in front of Chun Yijin. Just wait a moment. Things are a bit disorganized right now, so I sent Jin Yu to look for your gift. By the way, what have you been up to lately? Things have been going smoothly, I presume. I heard the number of worshippers of your palace has increased fivefold these past few months. Congratulations. Chun Yijin replied, I don't know any worshippers. I'm just doing my own thing, and they came crowding my temples for some reason. Weird. I slayed a wolf monster recently. Yin Yu's smile became stiffer. What he couldn't take on, Chun Yijin took on so effortlessly. This was very much like a situation where you just couldn't win over a girl you loved, and she ignored you completely. But when she ran into the arms of someone else in tears, that someone else couldn't even be bothered to spare her a look and instead turned around to tell you how she was only average, nothing to be amazed by. Truly, what a bitter feeling. Chun Yijin talked on for a bit, then suddenly said, I saw you earlier at the mid-autumn banquet. I wanted to talk to you, but you left so quickly. When he finally stopped talking so excitedly about the recent battles of his domain, Yin Yu finally exhaled in relief. Oh, there was a little something, so I came back early. Chun Yijin nodded. Someone told me that it's because they greeted you as the wrong person. Hearing this, Yin Yu's face instantly dropped. But Chun Yijin didn't notice at all, his lips curving upward. It's too funny, so stupid. Xilin couldn't bear to watch anymore, and he buried his face in Hua Chang's arms. This, this is too tragic to watch. Of course, Xilin believed wholeheartedly that Chuan Yijin truly thought it was funny that others had made a silly mistake, and at the same time did not realize at all just how not funny this was to Yin Yu. But this didn't change the fact that if the other two were going to continue this awkward conversation, he was going to die from suffocation. Thankfully, before he suffocated, Jin Yu finally came around with the gift box. He passed the gift box to Yin Yu and went away to the back again without a word. Yin Yu also looked like he had just received absolution 
and passed the box on directly to Chuan Yijin. He seemed to be ecstatic and hopped on the spot to receive the box. However, the new smile was already laced with fatigue. Why don't you open it after you go back? Chuan Yijin nodded. Okay, I'll head back now. I'm going out for patrol next month. If Shishong is free, come with me. Yin Yu couldn't listen to any more of anything he was going to say and off-handedly placated him with an alright. Once the boy was sent off, Jen Yu came out cursing, slamming the doors. Who does he think he is? Did his mom drop him on his head hundreds of times at birth? If not, then he's here to mock you on purpose. What? I don't know any worshippers. What patrol? Is he trying to show off? What a malicious heart. This time, when he yelled, he knew didn't stop him. Silently, he headed to the back chambers and never emerged again. Xian instinctively felt that the gift box Chuan Yijin had taken away was problematic. Could it be? It's the brocade immortal in that box. You guessed it, Ho Chang said. Then Jen Yu should have been the one responsible for the crime of the Brocade Immortal incident. Why was Yin Yu's punishment so heavy-handed later? Shilin asked. Goga will find out three days later, Ho Chang replied. He said three days and three days went by. Rays of sunshine shone startlingly through the quiet palace of Yin Yu and Yun Yu himself sluggishly walked into the side chambers, seeming to be rummaging for something. He flipped through the chests and delved into the drawers. However, unexpectedly, as he rummaged, he suddenly fumbled out a shining gold omelette that was covered in charmed spells from the desk. He didn't care for it at first and placed it inside. But then a moment later, he suddenly picked it up and called out. Jian Yu? Jian Yu entered the room. What is it? He asked. Yin Yu held up that omelette. He questioned, puzzled. Why is the golden exorcism omelette here? Didn't you gift it to him? Didn't I have you wrap this up in a gift box? Jian Yu humphed. Gift him? He doesn't even deserve a drop of your spit. You knew was exasperated. You didn't actually gift him that foot cleaning cloth. Why must you offend people? However, Jin Yu only smiled cryptically and said, I didn't. I gave him something better. Yin Yu's face instantly changed. He clearly didn't think things to be liked anymore. What? I was wondering why I couldn't find it anywhere. That robe can manipulate mine. It can suck blood. Then he turned to hurry away. But Jin Yu grabbed him. Why so anxious? That robe can manipulate minds. It's true. But you're the one who gave it to him. So no one else can control him. As for the blood sucking, maybe it'll be effective on mortals. But I doubt it'll do anything to heavenly officials. Look, it's been three days and nothing's happened to him. Yin Yu gave it some thought, pacing back and forth in the side chamber. Jin Yu continued. 
Besides, isn't that brat capable? They call him young and capable. Let's see just how capable he is. In the end, Yin Yu still wrung his hands together. That won't do. We don't know just how dangerous that thing is. If anything happens, then we're done for. How can you take things so lightly? Sigh. Then without any regard for Jen Yu's calls, he dashed out. He bumped into many heavenly officials on the way, rushing into the palace of Chi Ying. The person in question wasn't there, so he grabbed hold of people everywhere, asking anxiously, Where's Chi Ying? I have something urgent. I need to find him. Chi Ying, the other said, His Highness Chi Ying is in a meeting at the Great Martial Hall. All the top-ranking martial guards of the upper court are there today. Yin Yu didn't finish listening before he ran off. It was only once he reached the Great Martial Hall that he realized he couldn't enter. First of all, this meeting only summoned the top-ranking martial guards of the upper court, and he wasn't called. Second of all, even if he went in, he wouldn't be able to talk about the matter in front of everyone, so he could only wait outside. Through the windows, Shilin swept a glance, and sure enough, there were a number of familiar faces, Feng Xin, Mu Qing, and Pei Ming, who were in the hall, all listening intently. What Yin Yu saw, however, was Chuan Yijin donned in impressive, shining armor. He appeared perfectly normal. Rather, it was Ling Wen, standing next to Jin Wu on the throne, who was distracted, making frequent mistakes. It was so much that Jin Wu had to speak up. Ling Wen, Ling Wen. He called her a few times before Ling Wen snapped out of it. What? What is it? Jin Wu chuckled. What's with you today? You keep staring at Qi Ying. Are you perhaps like me and think his new armor is quite nice? The martial guards in the hall also started laughing. Ling Wen mumbled an apology, wiping away the cold sweat on her forehead unnoticeably. However, her hand gripping the brush was still trembling. If Xilin was present at the time, he probably would have just smiled. However, now he was perfectly aware that Ling Wen must have been feeling afflicted and perturbed, seeing Chuan Yijin confidently wearing that bloody robe that she herself created hundreds of years ago. The new paced around the hall, sometimes squatting, sometimes standing, agitated and jittery. At last, the meeting ended and Chani Yijin was the first to come out. When he saw Yin Yu outside, he greeted him. Shishok, why are you here? Yin Yu instantly rose to his feet and incoherently said a few words before immediately getting to the point. Your armor... It's great, Chuan Yijin replied. The emperor and Ling Wen complimented it earlier. Thank you, Shishok. Yin Yu spoke with a forced calm. It's good indeed, but the person who forged the armor said that there's a little problem and wants you to bring it over for some tweaking. If he ordered for Chuan Yijin to take off this armor directly, he would risk 
to an agent discovering himself to have been manipulated. It wouldn't be good if the matter should be found out, so Yin Yu couldn't afford for him to notice anything amiss, which was why he could only make the request in such a roundabout way. However, Chuan Yijin was puzzled. What problem? I don't think there's any problem. After all, it was also awkward to ask for a gift already given to be returned. Yin Yu was thinking really hard about what to say, and Chuan Yijin spoke again. By the way, Shisho, next month we can go patrol together. Yin Yu instantly looked up, a little dumbfounded. What? I don't think my name is on the list for patrol. Now, he'd almost forgotten about the whole business with the brigade immortal. Chuan Yijin looked happy and excited. It is. I mentioned you earlier and the Emperor said that he would consider it. In that flash of a second, Xilin could almost see the waves of hot blood rushing to Yin Yu's head. Years of built-up resentment and pent-up grievances finally exploded in this very moment. Yin Yu yelled, What's wrong with you? This was the very first time Chuan Yijin had seen Yin Yu so angry, and he blinked, confusion filling his face. A few heavenly officials who were passing by also snuck peeks over. Yin Yu hugged his head. Did I say I wanted to go? What's the patrol of martial guards got to do with me? I didn't beg you, so who are you to mention me to the emperor? Others might not know why Yin Yu was losing his call cool like this, but Shirian could perfectly understand. After all, to an extremely proud martial god, this was a great humiliation. The patrol of martial guards was a ceremony that only the highest-ranking martial guards of the upper court could participate in. During the procession of this patrol, the chosen martial guards could demonstrate their might in subduing and dispersing monsters and demons. Not only could this help spread their name and increase their number of worshippers, there was also the opportunity to spar with fellow participating martial guards to improve their skills and build their relationships. By any estimation, this was a grand affair, and there was a certain demand for prominent foundation and high-level skills for the attending martial gods. For example, having at least 4,000 temples, or ranking in the top 10 at the mid-autumn banquet. With Yin Yu's qualifications, he for sure wouldn't be eligible to participate in the patrol of martial gods. Even if he could go, and was able to gain actual benefits from it. Those who were aware of his status would for sure talk. Those with thick skins might not care. Countless small heavenly officials would fight to squeeze themselves in. But Yin Yu was clearly someone who wasn't thick-skinned, and knowing deep down that he didn't have the qualifications, how could he possibly depend on the connections of someone else to force himself in? Besides, the someone else was Chuan Yijin, who once depended on him to escape expulsion from heaven. Chuan Yijin didn't get it at all. He probably thought it was a good deed, and so he mentioned it, and didn't think 
that there was any need to care for anything else. However, because Yin Yu looked truly furious, for the first time, Chen Yijin seemed to want to say something. But he stopped, looking like he didn't dare speak. A moment later, he mumbled, Shishong, why are you mad? Did I do something wrong? Those words again. Shilin practically wanted to beg him to stop talking. As for Yin Yu, veins popped on his forehead. He was teetering on the edge of a meltdown, and he pulled at his own hair. Enough. I've had enough. I'm going mad. I'm going f***ing mad because of you. Then he pointed at the great martial hall. Chuan Yijin, don't talk to me anymore. Go take back your recommendation. Stop adding to my troubles. Now, right the second. After he roared, without another word, Chuan Yijin instantly turned and dashed back into the great martial hall. He knew blinked, and only then did he remember that Chuan Yijin was still wearing the brocade immortal. His actions weren't because he knew himself to be wrong and wanted to rectify things, but because he was being controlled. Within the great martial hall, a few martial guards who hadn't yet left were all watching in confusion as Chuan Yijin came blazing back in. Yin Yu was outside the hall, slightly trembling, and he yelled again. Stop. Chuan Yijin almost made it to Jin Wu when he halted abruptly, and indeed came to a stop. It was only a good moment later before he came to the world. What's with me just now? Jin Wu knitted his brows. Chi Ying, don't move. Come and let me take a look. Your eyes weren't focused. You're surrounded by an aura of evil. It seems you've been bewitched by an evil spell. Chuan Yijin scratched his head, feeling confused. All right, he said, and he moved to go forward. Without any choice, Yin Yu could only command. Come back. Leave. The moment he gave the command, Chuan Yijin instantly turned around running out of the hall madly, right in Yin Yu's direction. Perhaps it was because rage filled his mind, or perhaps he was going crazy from distress, but Yin Yu also started running in confusion, his steps all messed up, looking very much like a fleeing criminal. Jin Wu couldn't pretend that he didn't see, and he rose to his feet. Take them down, he ordered. The martial guards all acknowledged. Yes, my lord. Yin Yu was falling deeper into despair, his mind in complete disarray, and he roared while covering his face. Leave, leave right now. Take off your clothes. Chen Yijin's eyes were blank, running rapidly while removing his armor. Yet unexpectedly, a number of martial guards came surrounding them halfway, going straight for an arrest. Seeing that there were people obstructing him from obeying his command. Violence flashed in Chuan Yijin's eyes. His fists flew out, taking over ten of the martial guards in sight as targets, and he punched a chain of holes through them. Someone screamed, Murder! Murder in the upper court! 
screams, and blood filled the air. Ninu was already petrified, his face as white as a sheep. It was probably only Lingwen who possessed a face paler than his. He had never imagined that this brocade immortal was so powerful, so incredibly evil. Things were going completely out of control. <laughs> <laughs>